With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's showtime. You're listening to Once Upon a Sunday. I'm Josh. This is Dave. And we're here to give you all the fantasy news and advice you need for the last weekend of the drafts. Football starts next Thursday. Real football. Dude, we had a couple drafts last weekend, man. I had four drafts last weekend, and it was amazing. Yeah? Yes. I had about, what, three drafts last weekend. It was fun. It was fun seeing everybody. People flew in from Houston. People flew in from out of town. Yep, yep. Live drafts, man. You can't beat live drafts. There's nothing better. There's nothing more fun than a live draft. I had four of them, like I said. All of them were live drafts, and um, it was just an entire weekend of drafting. There's you feel, nothing, you feeling good? I feel amazing. You're going to win a couple? You, you know I'm going to win them, because that's what I do. <laughs> you got any super teams? I have a couple of stacked teams, I think. I don't know. We'll see, but I'm pretty you, excited. That's good. Was there any players like, I'm staying away from these guys? Um, there's always a couple guys, but I got most of the guys that I wanted. Um so did you draft post Andrew Luck or before Andrew <laughs> we, Luck? We drafted two leagues on Saturday before he announced, and then we had two obviously on Sunday when he was done. Two, my both of my brothers, <laughs> one in one league, one in the other, both took Luck. Luckily for them that they drafted a backup that was you know decent, so that they'll be okay. But uh, that's a big loss, it's a big loss for the whole fantasy community. Right, where were you at when that Luck news dropped? I think I just got done with the draft and I was leaving and I'm like, wait, I like, I think I saw something on, on TV, like an update or on my phone, I can't remember, and I'm like, this can't be real, like that's not real life, that's, that's, that's gotta be fake news. Right. I was at home watching the Hurricanes game and I got texts like from three different people, I'm, I got a couple IPAs <laughs> deep, watching the Hurricanes <laughs> game, you know, I'm like, gosh, we suck this year, but we're gonna beat Florida, you know, and I'm like, luck retired. Dude, I just... I just drafted him in a two-quarterback dynasty league. Like, oh, yeah, know? I was talking so <laughs> typing up your team. Yeah, I had Luck and Watson, and now I have just Watson. So. Now you're in trouble. Now you're scrambling. But, yeah, we're all scrambling with Luck, and we're all scrambling with Colts players that we don't, like, we didn't expect us to have, like, T.Y. Hilton, Marlon Mack. Like, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to take a step back because, I mean, listen, Luck's, like, one of the best, he's one of the best quarterbacks in the entire league. He's one of the best fancy quarterbacks in the entire league, and he makes everyone better. So you you know that Hilton's going to have to take a step back. I mean, you would think. I mean, his his two worst seasons have been without Luck in his career, his rookie year, and then two years ago when Luck was out. So you know his his stats are most likely coming down. I mean, Brissett's a decent quarterback, so hopefully it won't fall off a cliff. But I mean, you can't expect the same numbers um, all around. You just can't. Is Marlon Mack going to get more dump offs? I mean, that's the hope, but they have Hines for that, so he's not really the, the the um you know the dump off guy he and I and from what I, I I do remember seeing a stat I forget from where that he got a lot of his points when they were leading in games so are they still going to be leading I don't know you know because he gets all those rushing yards this affects mainly everyone on the offense but I think Jack Doyle the most <clears throat> when Brissett started they didn't have Ebron though but Jack Doyle was his favorite target he was the surprise tight end that year and he was racking yeah, he up did. points. Yeah. But now they have Ebron, so I wonder if he's just going to check it down to Ebron a bunch of times. I mean, 
Ebron's touchdowns are coming down. That was obvious. All yeah, I mean, he, I don't know. He had 13, 14, 15, something crazy. He's not going to do that again. Um, Doyle, I mean, maybe he'll get some more, some more dump offs. But I mean, you just have to, you just have to reevaluate. If you're still drafting this weekend, you have to say, I still think they have value, but you just have to, to re- try to retier them. And they all come down a little bit. <clears throat> and I mean, I got Ebron actually, and I think, I want to say two leagues last weekend after, after the news. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not crying about it, but I mean, I think the numbers are definitely going to come down a little bit. You just have to accept that. I got Mac also in, in one of the drafts uh, on Sunday after the news, but I got him late in the third round. He's my number three running back. Like, I'm okay with that as my number three. He's still, I mean, like I said, I don't think he's going to suck. I don't expect the numbers as before, but as my number three, I'm, I'm completely okay with that. Yeah, at the end of the day, Luck is a quarterback. He was a top-tier quarterback, but it's so easy to rebound from. Uh, if you lose Luck, you can easily pick up another It's guy. a QB. Luck, yeah. The thing is, you think, oh, man, I lost Luck. That's hurt. Yeah, it definitely hurts. But unless you're in a 2QB league, like you can find a quarterback easily on the waiver wire most likely. Yeah, so calm with the panics. Everyone's calm down. We're going to stay in the AFC South. Houston Texans, Lamar Miller, ACL tear. Where do they go? I had a draft. I had both my drafts right before that <laughs> also came out. Um, I don't know what exactly they're going to do. I know there's a rookie there, Crockett. I don't know what he's capable of. I don't know what he's going to do. They traded for Duke Johnson. So you? Yeah, they got, they got Duke. Um, I know people. a lot of people are hyped on that. I'll be honest, I'm not. I don't, I don't see it. He's a pass-catching back. He's not a, a main running back. He's not a, you know, a three-down guy, three, three guy. So... I think people need to chill on his, like, hype. People are going crazy on Duke Johnson right now. Honestly, I wouldn't take him. He's uh, maybe overvalued. seventh round, but he's just not a three-down back. They're going to find someone else. It's a, it's a running back position. Anyone, Damian Williams came in last year and toted the rock for the Chiefs. Lamar Miller wasn't something special. He's just a guy who had volume. He had 18 carries a game to get you, like, 60 yards, and maybe he'll fall into the end zone. Yeah. He wasn't special. I agree. I think uh, I think they'll find someone to run the ball. Who I don't know. I think Duke's. I mean, his value's up probably. But from, this doesn't from turn before. him into a top twelve running back. No, and people are acting like it's gonna. And I don't think that's even close. Like I think he's a mid RB two, and that's at best, honestly. Like he's gonna catch some balls. Maybe he catches seventy balls, and he's a solid RB two. Watson doesn't check down to the running back. That is a problem. Yeah, and he's not. Well, he's not gonna rush for a thousand yards. That's not what he does. But then you think about everyone's like, oh, he doesn't rush for. He doesn't check down to the running back. He had Lamar Miller in the backfield. It's not like Lamar Miller was a great hands guy. No, but he could catch a little bit, and they just that's that's not their that's offense. Not they got Hopkins. Office. They got they got Watson. I'm not say Watson. They got Hopkins. They got Fuller. They got QT. Um, they got guys that can make plays. You know, Duke Johnson's going to catch some balls, but he's not going to rush for you know a thousand yards. I don't think. I just I don't know what the offense is going to look like in a week or two, and I don't think John Duke Johnson's going to be the savior that a lot of people think he's going to be. Well, speaking of running backs, we had some breaking news about an hour ago. Breaking news. Break. <laughs> we, uh, Sean McCoy got cut. That was, uh, it's not shocking news. It's not shocking. He, he, they should have probably let him go a, a year ago. He slowed down. He's not, you know, he's amazing. He used to be amazing, but he's not that back anymore. So uh, I guess Buffalo's planning on going with uh, Devin Singletary. I would assume. I guess uh, I know they still got Gore, who's Frank Gore. somehow still alive. Uh, they got T.J. Yeldon. Honestly, it's probably going to be a committee. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of a bunch of them. I'm sure Gore will somehow sneak up and steal, you know, a bunch of carries. 
you know, Yeldon will probably get the passing work, and then Singletary is probably the future. Um, but I, I kind of don't want any part of that offense. If anybody, I'd, I'd say probably Singletary, but I guess you just got to wait. I mean, it depends on the offense because that's not a great offense. It's going to be interesting <clears throat> to see giraffes today, today and tomorrow, Saturday and Sunday. Where Singletary goes now, because he was probably a thirteenth round pick. Yeah, he was going. I got him really, really late in a draft. Although I traded him like after the draft to our resident Buffalo Bills fan <laughs> for Will Fuller, um, and now it's looking a little bit better for him. Uh, and I knew that was a possibility. So, but I like Will Fuller. So um, I think I grabbed Singletary in the last round in our poker league draft. You probably did. I did. You may have. And it was I mean, glorious. he's uh, he's. He's got value now for sure. I mean, you just got to move him up a little bit. Honestly, I'm not worried about the Buffalo Bills offense right now. I'm wondering where's McCoy going to go? Is Houston going to grab? Well, we were just talking about Houston, so maybe. I mean, it's probably great if he goes there because he could definitely fill that role with someone like Duke Johnson, and then they could they could share it. I see two spots for him. I see Houston, obviously, and I see Tampa Bay. Tampa I mean, Bay is rolling with Peyton Barber and Ronald Jones. Like that's not flashy. I mean, I wouldn't. I guess I I could see it happening, but. Probably not. I don't feel like he he doesn't fit in. He needs to go to a team that that's at least competitive. I don't know how how competitive the Bucks are going to be. They're going to have a great offense. Bruce Arians didn't come out of retirement. Well, their defense still sucks. They do suck. So, and I mean Barber, he's blah. Jones is blah. So wouldn't you, want, so wouldn't you want to splash a guy to come? But in? is he splashing anymore? This isn't like two thousand eight. McCoy's well, we've he's seen. Done, man. We live in Tampa. We've seen Bruce Arians sign guys like Andre Ellington, like these flashy guys, and they get cut or they're still on the team and they're buried on the depth chart. Yeah, like Bruce Arians, he said it. He's not coming back just to be eight. I think the offense is going to be great, but I, I don't know. I just don't know if McCoy is the fit there. So right. who knows? We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we'll keep tabs on where Lashawn McCoy goes. And we're done with the news and notes, and we're going to move on to our next segment: our fantasy MVPs and our fantasy busts of 2019. Dave, who's, who's, your, who's your guy, Dave? My who's your MVP. I, 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 I should like just make you take this guy because now I keep sounding like a homer with all these picks. But I'm going with Dalvin Cook. Um, he, listen, he's a playmaker, man. I mean, everyone knows he is. He's capable of. If he stays healthy, and I know that's a big if. I get it. If he stays healthy, he is a game changer. You saw what he did in the pre. The Vikings kept him out of the preseason on purpose. Because they know what he can do. He played last week, and he got two carries. One of them was an 85-yard touchdown. He looks so good. He looks explosive. Um, not only that, last year after his injury, when he came back, the last five weeks of the season, he was the number five fantasy running back. He averaged um, 19.5 points per game. I mean, he was he was awesome. Um, that's what you want from him. And you get him, you can probably get him in the second round. His ADP is 2.3. You get him at the, towards the end of the turn, you pair him with a, a Nick Chubb or someone like that. Todd Gurley's going that late. That's crazy upside. If you Cook could give you top five running back, um, and honestly, he could do better than that. He could be the top two or three running back. It's not out of the question. If he stays healthy and puts up the numbers that he's capable of, he's gonna be. You're gonna you're gonna want him on all your teams. Dalvin Cook's a great pick, especially <clears throat> if he's going in the second round. He's definitely a top. Five running back if he plays all 16 games. But do you want to handcuff him with Madison just in case? Yeah, I mean, it's probably smart to get him. Um, I know you don't like to pair handcuffs. And really neither do I. But he's one of the more injury-prone guys. I, I get that. So it's probably safe pick to, to, to back him up with Madison um, just to be just to be safe. 
Although I don't think you're getting nearly the numbers, but that offense in general, which should be better this year because the offensive line is a little bit better, um, and you know Kubiak's there now, should should be a lot better. So even at the backup, I would think would have some uh, some serious good games. My fantasy MVP is a oldie but a goodie. Good old Julio Jones. <laughs> Julio, I just don't. I just don't understand how Julio's falling. He's not falling anymore. His ADP is actually rising. He's now one point oh nine in all PPR drafts. Late, That's like, where he should go. About a month ago, wasn't he like in the second round? I thought he was late, late, later in the first or, or early in the second. There's no safer pick in the first round than Julio Jones. This guy's going to get you fourteen hundred yards guaranteed. He's so good. He hasn't had le- under fourteen hundred yards since two thousand thirteen. Four straight years, fourteen hundred yards. I don't know the touchdowns. Everyone says, "Oh, he doesn't score touchdowns." Eight I touchdowns think he last eight, year. Yeah, eight, eight touchdowns. Eight last year. But he had three the year before, six the year before that, and eight the year before that. He's going to score touchdowns. He's they got to come. He ha- he's going to catch over a hundred balls. He had one hundred thirteen receptions last year. And plus, this is the big thing: is Dirk Cutter's back. And yeah, he sucked as a head coach. He was not good with Tampa Bay at all. But he's great. But he still produced points. Yeah. Mike Evans was still good. Jameis still put up fantasy points. So team him back up with Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. And plus, they play I think thirteen dome games. Like they, they don't have to deal with the elements. Yeah, he's going to be amazing. He's Jul- always amazing. Julio, if you get him in the late first round, expect an instant start. Never worry about him. And plus, yeah, he's had nagging injury problems. Well, get this. Last year, he played 16 games. The year before that, 16 games. Then he played 14, then 16, then 15. He doesn't really miss that many games. And even when he did miss those games, you already said he's put up over 1,400 yards in all of the last five oh, years. 2016, when he only played 14 games. 1,400 yards. 1,400 yards, six touchdowns. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. That's yes. 100 yards a game. He had 83 catches that like. He's guaranteed you 16 points a week. When he plays, he's he's a lock. I mean, I love the guy. I've loved him for the last five years. He's been amazing. I don't think I have him in any teams this year, which really disappoints me. Snatch um, up your Julio, man. He's You can't go wrong with Julio Jones. I mean, so now that we wrapped up our fantasy MVPs, who are our fantasy busts? Uh, you go first. I'll let you do it. You go first. You go first? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well... I mean, they have to be busts for a reason. They have to be in, like, the top three maybe rounds. Like, yeah, so I mean, someone that's going to really disappoint you when you draft them. So everyone loves these guys. I'm going George Kittle. Okay. George Kittle at tight end. He's going pretty – he's 3.06. Yeah. He's going above Zach Ertz. He's going right behind Travis Kelsey. He just put up literally – Broke records. Broke records for tight end position. Like, there's no way he could ever do that again. I no. mean. I think a big part of that was Nick Mullins was throwing the ball, and he's just like, oh, what do I do? Toss it to Kittle. Toss it to Kittle. He had no one else to throw it to. Like Goodwin wasn't that good last year. Wasn't he hurt like half the year? He, he missed a lot of time. Pettis missed some time. They didn't have any other weapons, honestly, on offense. I mean, when you look up these numbers, 88 receptions, 1,377 yards and five touchdowns, you're like, what What receiver did that? Yeah. I mean, those were receiver numbers. You're absolutely right. And Kittle's great. Kittle's still going to put up. Maybe what nine hundred yards, maybe five touchdowns again. Yeah, I and just, that's going to be waters or tight end four, five, six, which I mean maybe higher. You know, like I said, probably four or five. But where you take where you're taking George Kittle, you're taking him as a top two. To you're three. taking him above Aaron Jones. You're taking him above Stephon Diggs, Josh Jacobs, David Montgomery. Like these are all guys I much prefer have, and then swoop up and get Evan Ingram later. Evan Ingram's going at five point. One oh, like yeah, it's a late fifth round pick. OJ Howard's won five point oh six. 
Damn dog. <laughs> <laughs> Much rather have, like I said, uh, top tier running back like Aaron Jones, the yeah. goat, over the goat, yes. a tight end who might not set. Yeah, they yet. they have a new quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo is back, but I, I don't think that's going to affect him much. Kittle is a good player, but they have more weapons. They have they drafted Debo Samuel. Pettis is back. Apparently, he's looking really good. Um, Goodwin's back. Um, Tevin Coleman's there. Tevin Coleman. Last year, they're rolling out Mostert. And- Mostert, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know his name. Raheem Mustard or whatever. Right. Um, they have, yeah, they, there's just a lot of new. That offense is probably going to look different. I think Kittle is a fine player, and he'll be still good if you get him. But where you have to take him, I think you're right. I think that's why I don't have I don't have him in any of my leagues, because I, I wasn't taking him where he needed to go. On your fantasy bus, Dave. All right. Well, I'm going to go with... I'm going with James Conner, and I don't know what it is. This is just something about me. I don't have him in any leagues because my gut says don't take him. Like, I have a bad feeling about him. Could I be wrong? 100%. And in Pittsburgh's offense, it's hard for me to, to honestly to argue this because they always put up numbers. Even Conner last year, you're like, oh, well, he's not going to put up Bell numbers. He did exactly just as good as Bell. Better was. than Bell. He, yeah. He was awesome. I just think Samuels is going to get some 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 touches. The offense is going to come down. There's no Antonio Brown, um, and I know Juju's awesome, but I don't know. I have this is just a bad feeling. This is just a hunch. I don't have bad numbers to back this one up. I can't sit here and tell you why I think it's going to happen. I just think he's going what late first, mid mid to late first. One point oh nine, and 1.09. I don't want him. He's probably still going to be an absolutely fine RB two. At worst, but where he's going, you got to take him as a top. What he's, he's a seventh. He's a seventh running See, back off the board. That's that's to me. That's too high. I have bad feelings about him. Call it a hunch. Call me an idiot. I don't know. I I think he's going to be overvalued, and you're going to be disappointed if you take him in the first round. But you have no evidence of him being a real bust because no, I don't. He's Pittsburgh has used one back only exclusively. Have, I know, and that's why this is a risky pick, and I get it. Um, like I said, I just have to go with my gut. My gut's been good to me throughout the, <laughs> my years of fantasy football. Have I been wrong? A hundred percent. We all have. But I got a bad feeling about him. I don't want him. I don't have him in any leagues. And if he proves me wrong, then good for him. And all you guys that got him, good for you. I just I just don't want him. I have a bad feeling. And that, that's really all I can go off of this year <laughs> on him. Well, that wraps up our fantasy MVPs and busts. Again, I had my bust was George Kittle, and my MVP was Julio Touchdown Jones. Touchdown Jones. And my 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 MVP, Dalvin Cook, get him if you don't got him. You're going to want him. And my bust is Connor, James Connor. Trade him if you got him. <laughs> and you know what's funny is I traded Connor in a league, and I got Dalvin Cook. And that was a dynasty league a couple months ago, and I'm really glad I did. <clears throat> yeah, solid. All right, so we got some uh, listener questions here. Okay. I'll read the first one. Some guy named Juggernuts Dre from from Houston. He asks, why does having an advantage at a certain position matter? I hear all the time that getting Kelsey gives you an advantage against all of your other opponents. Shouldn't total points matter? It's not like this category. It's not like it's a category league. So he wants to know why pick... Like why is Kelsey way more valuable than any other tight end? Pretty much. Well, he is. Or like, but like, so it's like pretty much saying, why not just take Patrick Mahomes? He's going to score six hundred points. That's well, that's actually true. But it's about 
in my opinion, why I don't ever take a tight end, usually in the top two to three rounds, like you have to take Kelsey. Um, and and he's going to get you more points, just like when Gronk was there. He's going to get you more points. And you figure after the top, what, five, you're probably reaching for a tight end anyways. They're all the same. You're hoping for a, for a touchdown with all these other guys. But with Kelsey, he's putting up wide receiver numbers. So do I get it? Yes. Take him early. You've got an advantage at that position. But, like he said, um, you know, it's a total points league, and that's absolutely correct. And that's the way I draft is, do I want Kelsey and have a big advantage at tight end, or do I want in what he's going, where did he go, is ADP in the middle of the second round? Like, who are the players that are going around him? Like, I just, I, I would rather have a Mike Evans or Joe um, Mixon, Mike Mixon Evans. for me. You know, to me, the, the running back position is more scarce. Um, there, I'd rather have a guy like that that I can plug into a position, and then I can just grab someone like Vance McDonald or Ebron or Njoku or any of these guys later at tight end, and I'll, you know, I can get by with them. But if you pass on those running backs early, and you're screwed later because trust me, that goes that that wall goes dry really quickly, and you're trying to pick up Peyton Barber and and start that guy like you're hurting. I think it matters. <clears throat> During the playoffs, and if you're in the playoffs and you have a Kelsey, because in the it's playoffs, a huge advantage. You're both, well, both of you guys are good. So, oh, I have quarterbacks don't matter; they're all the same. But I have I'm starting Connor and I'm starting Damian Williams last year, and he's starting, you know, Dalvin Cook and Todd Gurley. Like those are pretty even matchups. And then a receiver, we're starting even receivers. But I'm starting Kelsey, and you're starting Vance McDonald. Yeah, like, of course. I'm gonna feel big... confident in that matchup. Yeah. Now, yeah, you want to score the most total points. And it's called, like, it's just value-based drafting. Mm-hmm. You want to get the top guys in each position because they're a guaranteed each week. I lost in a playoff matchup last year because Kelsey put up 50 points on me. He went nuts. And I had the better team. But because his tight end outscored my bum tight end, I had Trey <laughs> Burton, I think. Like, that's a huge difference. 50 points, according, and then my guys put up, like, five. Yeah. Right there, it's a 45-point advantage just on a tight end. And like I said, our receivers are pretty much a wash. Our quarterbacks are pretty much a wash. Yeah. They're equal. He's, he's a huge advantage. Cool. I get it. You, you put up a guy like Julio who's going to give you 16 points a week, and then you start, I don't know, a Mike Williams. He can get you 15, 14 points easily if he scores a touchdown. He gets a touchdown, yeah. And he's going to catch, like, get targets. He's going to get six balls for 40. That's 10 points. So the difference is only about five points. But the difference between Kelsey <laughs> and a Hunter Henry or Jared Cook Big time. Yeah. It is. Again, it's just, it's honestly, in my opinion, and I, I see people like, oh, you have to get Kelsey here. He's such a, he's such a huge advantage. Yes, he is a huge advantage. But, but the way I draft and the way a lot of people want to draft is I can find a serviceable tight end later. Okay, I'm not getting, getting Kelsey, but I would rather have, and this is the same thing with quarterbacks. This is why quarterbacks don't go high unless you're, you know, in a super flex or two QB league. Even Mahomes, as good as he is, there's QBs all over the place. You can find them. If you take Mahomes early, you're forfeiting a guy like Aaron Jones or Mixon or someone there that you're taking a carry on Johnson. Late second, early third round that, that you're going to have to pass up when you could get someone later in the draft, a quarterback, and have them paired with that better with that better running back or receiver or whoever you go with. Um, it's, the same, it's the same premise. Um, and if you draft one and you draft another, if you say you draft a tight end, you cannot draft a quarterback early. And it's 
opposite, vice versa. If you draft a quarterback early and you draft a tight end early, you're really hamstringing the rest of your team. I don't care if you get Mahomes and Kelsey. The rest of your team is going to be hurting. We had a draft where someone got Mahomes and Kelsey, and he's not <laughs> the looking good. The rest of team is not that great. Nope. So, yeah, he is going to score points with the quarterback and tight end position, but he's not going to he's, score points. But he better else. hope – the thing is that he better hope they ball out so much more that they make up for the rest of those guys, and, and it's it's too hard to overcome those. All right, next question comes in from Danny in Tampa. He's in a keeper league, and they do a – Sacco award, like the last place person has to do something, and we all they all vote on it. Okay. So he asks, we voted on the Sacco having to dress up in a dog outfit and dancing in front of a dog pound. <laughs> That's hilarious. As his punishment for thirty minutes, just saying I suck at fantasy football. You know, we see it all the time. We see yeah, the tattoo yeah. league. We see. Yeah. So he wants to know what do we do when he just refuses to do the punishment. Well, first of all, that's hilarious. That's great. Uh, I mean, honestly, you only have two choices. You either kick him out of the league and say, well, if you're not going to abide by the rules, then you're gone. Or you just stop doing the, the silly things. Because what happens now? Now he's set the precedent. He doesn't want to do it, right? What if the next guy doesn't want to do whatever the next thing is? He's not going to do it either. And it comes down to you. You finish last place. Now, you're going to be like, well, this guy didn't do it. Why am I going to do it? So it's, it's, it's over. So you either make him do it or kick him out of the league. Fantasy football is supposed to be fun. It is fun. It's a group of friends that get together and have fun. It's yeah, we all want to win. We all, none of us want to come in last place. And honestly, to me, the money that we bet doesn't matter. It's about winning. It's about fun, and it's about punishment. Yeah, it's a group thing. It's a it's, it's a really trash it's, talk. It's, it's trash talk. It's really <clears throat> about a bunch of guys getting together and bonding because of over something we love. And it's agreed upon before the draft that this is the punishment for coming in last place. You must do it, or your ass is kicked out of the league. I, I mean, I, like I said, those are the only two options. If I was in this league, I'd be lobbying for this guy to get booted and never return. You yeah. made the sacrifice. You, you must be a pack. You drafted just like everyone else. <laughs> yeah. You said your life. Like yeah, you <laughs> and now you want to back out last second because you don't want to do it. To me, that's telling me you're not invested in the league, you don't care about the league, and you disrespect the league. Yeah, a little bit. So I agree. Kick that guy out. Kick him out. He's out. That's it. He's out. Boot it. <laughs> oh, I wish I could boot. I wish I could boot Aaron. He's gone now. He's a dirtbag. He's gonna be gone soon. Okay, so Dave, we have one more listener question. Are you ready over there? I'm ready. I'm born ready. Read the question. Who? What? No, hold on. <laughs> Read the question. The question is: If you have Zeke, or no, you have a top four pick, and you want to take Zeke, when should you take Tony Pollard? And I think that's a good question. Well, if you take Zeke at four, you have to handcuff him with Pollard. We're against we're against handcuffs. We are. But in some that. situations, you need to. But this guy, you have to because obviously you're. But you're doing is you're getting Pollard to say this is insurance for a top five back because no matter what, they're going to be top five backs combined. You're secure in that position. So I would take him in the seventh round, maybe eighth round. But well, his ADP is seven eleven. So when do you make that move? Before someone tries to snake you for him. Someone's going to try to snake you because they're like, oh, you took Zeke, he's holding out. Yeah, exactly. So you might want to go in the sixth round just to be safe. But it depends. That's so high. It depends on your other positions. If you're already safe, if you take Zeke and then you took a receiver and a running back that you're safe with, go, oh, man, like let's say Mixon fell to you somehow. Somehow Mixon fell to you or somehow Dalvin Cook fell to you. Then, then you're, you're feeling like, pretty good. You're feeling pretty good. Like you don't really need the – Security of Pollard, but it's nice to have. I don't think he went that high in any of our drafts. Um, I don't remember honestly. But where now we're we're a week later, and but it's, breaking it's getting, news. 
I just saw saying that they think he's going to sign this weekend. So, um, what that's is he- a sleeper app, sleeper app update that they're confident he's going to sign. So we'll see what happens. I don't know if I had um, Zeke. I only have him in a dynasty. If he signs today, does he play week one? Yeah, he'll play. He's gonna play. He's been working out in Cabo. He's been chilling. You know, taking care of himself. So, I mean, who else are you gonna give the ball to? I mean, I'd still probably start him. You took him that high for a reason. So this piggybacks onto uh, Melvin Gordon, Justin Jackson. Where do you take Gordon Justin Jackson? A lot lower in some drafts. I think. I think the holdout potential is more real with him. Um, I know. If I had Gordon, I definitely wanted to get Jackson. And I stole Jackson from someone in at least one of my leagues. I can't remember exactly which one. Um, his ADP is like in the 11th round, which I think is That's way too insane. low. Considering he has way more chance to start than Pollard, in my opinion. But I think I think the thing is everyone sees Eckler and they think he's the, the backup. But that's not Eckler's role. Eckler has his own role. So we're in a 10-team league, a two-quarterback <clears throat> league. And I end up I got Melvin Gordon in the 5th round. Yeah. And I got Justin Jackson in the 12th round. And I was thinking I was going to take Jackson, and he took him right before me. I was so him from that's, that, but that's a ten-team league, though. Twelfth round. Yeah. So in a twelve-teamer, you might have to stretch. Like you might have to stretch up to the tenth or eleventh. Oh, at round. least yeah, probably tenth at least. At least. By the way, that's the league I got Devin Singletary fifteenth round. Steal. That's pretty good. You got him that late? Yeah, fifteenth round. Wow. Well, that's looking like a great pickup. <laughs> so good for you. So that this that's the end of the show. You had nothing else to say unless you got something. I'm good. I mean, I'm ready for NFL season. We're less than a week away. We're five days away from uh, starting next kickoff. week. Starting next week, we're going two two shows a week. Two shows a week. We'll be re- recording on Tuesday and Friday or Saturday, one of the two. I'm excited. We'll for do it. a recap show. We'll do a preview preview show. So we'll look forward to. Hope you all listen. Up. Yeah, like and subscribe. <laughs> rate, rate and review. <laughs> rate and review. Give us a great rate, guys. We love you all. Later. Leftovers or the DMV number ninety-seven or house cleaning or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is brought to you by Square. Your restaurant runs best when everything and everyone works together. Square's integrated point of sale system offers one central place to keep cash flowing. Reach more diners and operate smarter. Square has the trusted restaurant tools and solutions to serve you, your staff, and your customers now and in the future, no matter how your business evolves. The future needs your restaurant. Get there with Square. Learn more at square.com slash audiology.